guys, this is April, also known as the Soul Coach. This is season three, episode 14. Welcome to Soul Coach Spiritual and Business Coaching. My name is April, also known as the Soul Coach. I'm a life coach, empath, Ricky Master, business coach, (laughs) do it all, Uh, single mom. So anyway, I uh, want to just uh, introduce, reintroduce myself to people that are just picking up on my podcast, I've noticed that there's some new listeners because my numbers are starting to go up, which I'm excited about. I, uh, I've i been doing this for so long and just been like running my mouth for so long that I really just need to have this better formatted and I'm working on that. Uh, I just get these channeled messages sometimes and I just go blah, 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 blah. And you just have to deal with me because it doesn't really be me talking. It's like spirit talking through me and some in some things, you know, when I touch on a subject that they want me to talk about, then I just go for the gust go. And you can kind of tell when I am getting channeled messages because I am talking extremely fast and with certainty as my voice changes. So you can definitely tell uh, when I'm getting channeled. But anyway, I've had a very long day and I just had to do this podcast episode today because I just was just feeling it in my spirit. You know, I had a talk with one of my long-term friends. I mean, him and I have been friends for about a decade, right? We met in 09, so it's been 10 years. And I was engaged to be married when I met him. And he had just got out of divorce. And he was saying, like, you know, he was just kind of talking me through on, like, why I should or should not get married. And I just was like, you know, giving him my feedback and we just became really close friends after that. And we've, he's been through me, with me through a lot of stuff, through my son's father, through my engagement, through my last heartbreak. Like he really has been, you know, a really good friend of mine. And I just want everybody that's listening to this podcast to just send Zeke all the love and hugs and kisses. Um, you know, we all go through hard times and Zeke is one of my friends that, you know, you, I, I vent to him. I don't vent to anybody. Like I have my friend, my sister, she's not my sister in a DC, but I don't talk to her like about all the stuff I have going on because she's got her own things that she's got going on as well. But Zeke, I was like, Zeke, I, you're going to be my person. You're going to be my person that I totally unload on because I don't have anyone to unload on. And um, and he's been that person for years. And I to- totally had taken that for granted because I thought that he had an accountability person. I thought he had somebody that he could unload on and he didn't. And I felt so guilty because, you know, we as spiritual beings... Uh, Especially when you're on a spiritual path, we have to be able to release and be able to talk and be able to share the, the things and the feelings that we have going on because it will drive you crazy, especially as an empath, because being an empath means that you feel every single thing that there is. And the person doesn't have to be in your presence. You can be thinking about somebody and you can automatically tell that something is going on. 
and uh, and it's a lot and I have a lot of things on my plate and people come to me and I love the fact that they come to me you know when they need help because I am a healer and I'm here to help and guide people that is my life's path but I have to also set boundaries with people that being said, Zeke was my Zeke is my person that I totally unload on about everything, about my dating life, about my family, about my business, about my friends, about everybody. And plus, it's a male perspective, which is different, you know. But anyway, I just want you guys to just send all positive energy and all positive love to Zeke Way. Zeke, I absolutely love you. Thank you for always being a really good friend to me and uh and we totally cleared the air because I was mad at him for a little while like I haven't heard from you but I also know I also have learned to give people their space and that being said like I just wanted to totally uh dedicate this episode to him um as my friend and as my partner he has been just such a an amazing person and strong person that it's like I've cried so many times on the phone to him about stuff that nobody even knows about. And he's kept it to his heart and to, you know, into his soul. And he's so encouraging and he and gives me books and things like that. And uh, he is, to me, the way that I am to most people. And, uh, and he right now needs that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, um, four and a half hours on the phone last night, we were talking about like catching up and just venting and, you know, and, and this is what this podcast is about. It's about leaving this decade behind us and really changing in the 20, into 2020 in this new decade, because there's a shift that's going on. And I'm telling you, everybody around me is feeling it. And I want to talk about that shift in the energies and see how you guys are feeling about it, okay? Let's get started. All right, you guys. So like I talked about before in American Gods, which was my last spiritual podcast, I talked about like the shift and things that are coming and I can feel it. And it's just this... You know how something is simmering on a pot and it's a simmering and a simmering and then you can feel that, you know, wait, this is about to explode. Let me turn the heat down or whatever, but the heat's not going to get turned down on the simmering that I feel. I feel like there's like this going to be like this explosion of some sort uh, spiritually uh, right before 2020 and I can feel it and it's really for us as the awakened people to change and to really be in our life purpose. It pushes you so much and so hard that it's like, it's something that I can't explain. I just know that when I was in my last job, physical things were happening to me. There were things that were falling off the shelf and it was spirit trying to get my attention. Like, what the fuck are you doing, April? Why aren't you doing what you are reincarnated to do in this life? You're off path. You are off your path. You need to get back on your path. And I'm just like, and I know. <laughs> I know when spirit's talking to me and I just sometimes ignore it because my ear starts ringing. And when it's a ringing noise, I know spirit's around and they're trying to get my attention about something. If I feel like there's somebody around me that's no good, 
my ears just start ringing. Like, I mean, that's how in tune I am to my ancestors and my spirit guides. That they're like, no, this is not for your highest good. So you need to get away from this situation. That's why anybody that comes into my life now, I know it's either a lesson a purpose or something you know even when I'm like dating I'm like okay what's this fool gonna teach me <laughs> I'm like what's what you got for me what are you gonna teach me and what do I need to learn because he's gonna either spirit is gonna continue to repeat this lesson now I'm gonna get it you know and I know that I'm a sucker for love I'm a hopeless romantic but I got an attitude problem and it's just like you know and I I thank my twin flame for that. He's totally shifted my whole demeanor when it comes to love and, and companionship. I'm not as giving. I know that I need to create a balance. And I learn all of these things. So, you know, all that being said, spirit speaks to me extremely loudly. And when spirit is speaking to me extremely loudly, and that means that I have to pay attention. Or I'm going to be knocked the hell out. <laughs> not physically, but you know. They'll knock me down a little bit and be like, hey, I tried to tell you to pay attention. And I just feel like, you know, as we shift into 2020, into this new decade, it's like, what do I truly want? And that's what I asked Zeke last night. I was like, what what makes you happy? Like, what is going to make you truly happy? And you, as you get older, you know, you go to college and you get into your career. And then you're like, oh, well, you know, I have you know, an income, I have some kind of stability, I might buy a house, I got this foundation, and then like, well, then I'm lonely, well, then you get the husband, and then husband ain't shit, and you're like, oh, well, no, that's not what I really wanted, maybe I need a kid, or you get a kid, and you're like, no, I don't want a kid, and then like, you go through these things, because you are conditioned and programmed to think that that's how you're supposed to live your life, you're supposed to, you know, get a good education, get a great job, and then you get a family and then you have this foundation and then you have this like happily ever after fairy tale that's only done in the movies. And when that when you break that down and you realize that that is really not real life, then that's when it really pretty much destroys your your ideal of what your life is supposed to be. It's just like when you get first awakened. And you've been asleep for so long and you get awakened and you're like, what do you mean? It's like a kid like saying there's no Santa Claus, but you, there's no Santa Claus. Santa Claus is mom and dad. It's that same feeling when you're awakened. When you first awaken, you're like, things aren't what they they seem to be. A lot of things are illusions, but we still have to navigate through this physical plane while we're looking around like wait a minute <laughs> that is not what I thought my life is gonna be I thought I'll be this this and this and even if you are in the the right career and you have the marriage and you got all these checkpoints and so forth but what is it that's individually that's going to make you happy aside from your marriage aside from your career what makes you happy? I know a lot of people that have a great marriage and have a great job and still unhappy because it's what makes you happy as an individual. And if you find that you're not, that if you find that you're unhappy, that means that your higher self and your spirit is trying to show you something. And I saw this meme on Instagram was like, oh, don't let, you know, the spirituality get you thinking because, you know, you got to heal something because you're mad. Um, I agree with that. Like, some people need their ass, like, chewed out. Some people need to be checked. I am the checker. I will check you in a minute if I feel like you're trying to play with my intelligence or whatever. 
However, for the the big part of things is that you you have this like unhappiness about you that nothing can fix. Do you see what I'm saying? That's a different kind of feeling. You can have all the money, you can have everything on your checklist checked off and you still can't figure out what will make you happy. And that is like the question that I'm asking you guys on this podcast. What is going to make you happy? I have to answer that question for myself many a times. And I be like, because I'm a manifester, so I'm like, you know what, I'm going to create I'm an alchemist so it's like I'm going to do this I'm going to create this and this is how this is going to be and it doesn't work out and I'm like whoa why isn't wait why isn't that working out or I'll get it and it's not what I thought it was going to be and I'm like ooh, I don't want that <laughs> that's not that's not what I want I don't want none of that and it's and it's that's that's the kind of thing like I am that I see that even with my clients and my friends, they're like, you know, what I thought that I wanted for my life, this is not, this is not it. <laughs> like, I'm looking around and it's like, this is, this is trash. This is, I'm so unhappy. And I, you know, uh, this past week sat on, I sat a set out of water and I goal set for the last, for the next 10 years because my son would be 18 in 10 years. And I think about like, what would I do with an empty nest? Like, I will not have him to be taken care of anymore because his ass is either going to have his own house it, uh, in college, whatever he decides to do. You know, I want him to be an entrepreneur, you know, like his mom. But, you know, I don't... The, his life and his path is his path, you know. And I'm not going to overpower what I think he should do or whatever, right? So, uh, that being said... I just want him to be happy. And that's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is for him to create a life that is for him and not for anyone else to judge. And I think that's a lot of a lot of times people problem is that they they try to please their family, their friends, their mates, and they take the high road on a lot of things when they should just really just be brutally honest and be like, you know, yo. I'm extremely unhappy. This is not making me good. I need to figure out what's going to make me happy at this moment in time. And that is pretty much what I'm asking you guys. I want you to sit down at your kitchen table. Because let me tell you, that kitchen table is very important. (laughs) You sit down at that table and you write down what will make me happy. And it can't be involved with someone else. If you're talking about, I'll be happy if I find my husband. Nope. You need to be happy before you get him. Or get your wife. You need to be happy within yourself. And that's going to vibrate to the kind of mate you're going to get. Because if you're unhappy on the inside and you're vibrating on a low frequency, you're going to attract a low frequency mate. I mean, that's just physics. That's energy. (laughs) You you give out what you attract. You think that you're going to find this millionaire guy that's going to sweep you off your feet and your energy is trashed, <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Um, think about what will make you happy as an individual. And I know what make, it will make me happy. 
you know, and I had to sit down by that water and suck it in and be like, this will make April happy outside of my mom, outside of my son, just me, you know, and then I can help them more. But me continuing to pour from this empty cup because I'm trying to make them happy is no longer going to be a part of my life anymore as I move into 2020. Because 2020 to me is a year of like, okay, you're either going to do it or you're not. And I've been doing it. Like, I'm not saying like, you know, I'm not on my path because I am. I mean, like, I really, this has been a process. And this process has been hard as shit. And it's not for the week at all. However, I just, I'll, I'll stop and I'll go. And I stop and I go. And God can't bless anything that's not consistent. So I made myself a promise that all of 2020, I'm going to stay consistent and I'm going to stay on my path. That's my, that is my goal for myself is to stay consistent and to find happiness within me. But I have done so much healing on myself and done so much self-love and exercises for me that I know that without a shadow of a doubt that I can be happy by myself. I've been single a long time. I've dated here and there, but not any anybody seriously. But I know that I can be happy alone. And I think that that's very important because you want to be able to be happy alone and have your mate or have your kids and have the people around you see that. Oh, look, April's doing good. She's happy. She ain't worried about no dude, blah, 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 because I'm not. (laughs) And it's just like, wait, she truly is happy within herself. And one other point that I want to make is like, try not to get too far ahead. Like, yeah, I made a 10-year goal. Like, these are the goals that I want to achieve. And I'm actually starting tomorrow. I'm going to have this amazing 2020 download it's only going to be like nine or ten dollars it's going to be pretty inexpensive it's like an ebook and it's actually going to be like this cool little workbook where you will sit there and think about like okay what is going to make me happy what is my goals for 2020 let me use a smart program to art to achieve these goals are these goals attainable? Like, okay, here's some best practices. I even have resources and books that I've read to help me achieve my goals. And it's exciting. <laughs> I am so excited about this ebook that I'm about to drop tomorrow. Uh, but I had to do that for myself because I'm like, you know, I know that I have these goals that I need to achieve, but how do I achieve them? And I know that I'm an alchemist. I know that I was like, if I think something, I'm a creator, I'm going to get it. But it's not, it's like a, a doctor with a shaky scalpel. It's like it's not fine-tuned, you know? It's like, okay, here I am doing surgery on this patient, and I got a shaky hand. That's no good. I'm either going to per- save the person's life or I'm going to kill them. It's one of the two. And so it goes with you. <laughs> that analogy is probably the worst analogy to use. But I'm just saying, though, like, you have to think about yourself, your happiness, and then get the right tools so that you can achieve the goals that you need to achieve. We don't learn goal setting in school. Goal setting is something that we have to teach ourselves. And everybody is different on how they achieve goals and what motivates them for their goals. And when I have a team, when I have a team, I knew what motivate each 
of my employees. So I utilized that for them in their goal setting. I had the go-getters like, hey, I want to get promoted in, you know, six months to a year. I want to do this. So I had the ones like, you know what? I just want to master operations. I want to master operations and I want to be able to travel about the stores in the district so that I can train other people. Like, you know, everybody has their own goals and whatever motivates you. Me, I'm a go-getter. I like to go to the top. <laughs> that's why I go to the very top. And that's just how I've always been. I've always you know, wanted to go to the top. But so that was motive. That is what motivates me. But as I've gotten older, it's really not about chasing the money. And it's not about the titles. It's really about something doing something that feeds my soul. And what feeds my soul is being able to talk to people, laugh with people and ground people and help them along on their path and being empathetic to them and being you know, showing a level of compassion and letting them, and letting them know that, hey, it's going to be okay. And this, all the things that are happening in your life is happening for you and not happening to you. And that's a hard pill to swallow when you don't have any money in the bank. That's a hard pill to swallow when you find out your husband uncheated on you. That's a hard pill to swallow when you're, you've lost a loved one. Those are hard, hard pills to follow, to swallow. But I'm telling you, I have been through a lot, a lot, lot, lot. And I look back on, I look back now and I'm like, man, I just, that really shifted me in my life tremendously. This, this, I call a tower moment. I call them tower moments. You know, if you listen to any kind of tarot. Uh, and I used to do tarot readings. It's a tarot, it's a tower moment. And in those tower moments is when you hit the dark night of the soul. And when you hit the dark night of the soul, that is when you absolutely positively come out shining because a light comes through when you hit the dark night of the soul. And that is one of the most beautiful things that can ever happen to you. Now, while you're sitting there having the dark night of the soul, that is when you think that your life is going to end. And some people really just kind of like give up on their life because they just don't see anything on the other side of that. But let me tell you, if you hang in there wherever you are in your point in your life and you create um, some kind of roadmap to kind of see your way out of it, I promise you, you will. But it's all up in the mind and the mindset. And in my goal setting, setting sheet and guide, it's, I talk about that. I talk about goal setting. I talk about, you know, changing your mindset. And I had to make a choice in 2018. Either I'm going to sit here and continue to be depressed. Or I'm going to change. And it was more than me having, you know, something to do. Uh, wait, hold on. I got to stop for a minute. Hold on. All right, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm back. I just had something pop up. And I was like, ah, I don't want to be like in the middle of the podcast. And be like, what the fuck was that? Look, I told you, this is the real deal stuff I'm dealing with around here. But anyway, um, my son's in his room, and he's super quiet. And then I heard something. I was like, whoa, what's going on? 
hell. <laughs> I am a single mom and I'm doing a million things at once. So this is like some real, real shit happening right now. Because I heard something like, oh. Is he alive? What happened? Did he jump off the bed? Whatever. But he's he's learning that when I'm recording the podcast, which I no, I normally don't do it when he's here, but I didn't have time today. But anyway, he's like, he's fine. <laughs> God, this is so crazy. Anyway, um, back to what I was saying. Like the dark night of the soul really is there to save you. And it, I have I've been through a couple of dark nights of the soul, but the last dark night of the soul, which was 2018, then in 2017 and all of 2018, it really shifted my character. The people that met me before then, I am not even the same woman that I was. I have changed and evolved so much in the last few years that I surprised myself and I don't even recognize myself and I keep and that's what keeps you moving forward and the the reason that I started this that I wanted to do this 2020 guide is because everybody around me is feeling that change everybody around me is like I have got to do something I am unhappy with my life I'm unhappy with my partner I'm unhappy you know with my career I'm just unhappy period and I just feel like that's not where we need to be (laughs) You know, I'm not unhappy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not unhappy. But I'm just saying, like, there's things in my life that I want to change drastically. But me as a person, I'm a happy person because I have learned to create my happiness through my mindset and my belief system. Like, I know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm going to be a very successful business owner. I know I am because I've done it so many times for other people. But I had to realize that I deserved it for myself. I had to realize that, you know what, what I have done for other people, I can do it for myself and I fucking deserve it. I am worthy of being successful for myself and build a legacy for my son. I had to change my mindset. And that, before you start writing anything anything down on a piece of paper, you need to make the decision for yourself. That your mindset is going to change. If you do not change your mindset, you will not succeed. Period. If you do not think that you are worthy of the love that you want to receive and you've given away, you won't receive it. I recently went out on a date. (laughs) I can tell I don't go on dates often. But I went out on a date with a guy that I actually like. I like him. I like him a lot, actually. And uh, and I asked him straight up. I was like, so do you think that you are worthy of the love that you've given away for so to so many different women? And we were both a little tipsy. And that's why I did. That's why I kind of like having drinks, because when you're drinking, you speak a true tongue, how you truly feel. OK. And in that is when he said no. And that was like a flag to me, like, whoa. So it doesn't matter how awesome I am as a woman and how much he likes me. If he doesn't believe that he's worthy of the love that I can give him, if that even gets to that point, he will never be able to accept it because he doesn't think that it's, that it's like it's even for him. And it really like, I had to process that on a Sunday. Like I literally like, process that I processed that because that's what happened with my twin flame it was the same thing it was like yo you don't believe that you're worthy of me (laughs) 
like, what? But it was a reflection because I didn't believe that I was worthy of the love that I've given away freely to other people. So it was a mirror to me. That's why your twin flame is a blessing and a curse at the same time. It's a blessing because the lessons that you learn, there's so many different lessons and layering and things that come out afterward. But then it's a curse because it's the biggest heartbreak and love that you will ever experience. It's like you want to die. That's how hurtful it is when you no longer have your twin flame. So I don't suggest anybody try to manifest a twin flame unless they're ready for it because you got to put your bootstraps on and you just never know like what happens you know afterwards before or whatever it is uh it's tough it's very very tough it's hard it's hard as hell but anyway uh that being said though the mindset your goal setting it all goes and it's all in the same bucket So when you think about 2020 and you think about your happiness and you sit down at your kitchen table, you really need to think about like, hey, what is going to make me happy? And am I worthy of the things that I'm asking the universe to give to me? If I want to open up and start a new business in 2020, what do I need to get? What resources do I need to do? That is pretty much what the guide is for. It's like, okay, but it doesn't matter. You can have all the money in the world. You can have all the resources in the world. But at the end of the day, though, do you believe in yourself? (laughs) Do you believe that you can get these things done? Do you believe that you are going to be successful in your business? And I know that I did not believe in myself for years. I just knew that I was good at what I did when I worked in corporate. <laughs> I got this. I know it. It was like a no-brainer for me because that's how talented I am. Naturally talented I am. And I'm not, that's just not my Leo ego talking. That's just a fact. It's natural for me. However, I became resentful when I was doing stuff that wasn't in line with my path, in line with my purpose. And that's when I became resentful. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to be late today. I don't really care. I get there when I get there. And then you just start shifting because it's not what you're supposed to be doing. (sighs) I get up in the mornings and I'm exhausted. I will go and work my ass off for my business like it's nothing. I'll get a couple of coffee, a couple of uh, coffees, a couple of cup of coffees, and I am ready to go. And I get so involved and in tune into my business and doing things and creating and my clients that I I literally lose track of time. That's how I know I'm in my purpose. And so you know, or you may not know what your purpose is or what your life purpose is, and that's okay. But at the end of the day, you know, I like to say that. At the end of the day, though, (laughs) you have to do what makes you happy. And that is what 2020 to me, it's feeling like. It's like people are fed up. And it doesn't matter what age you are. Because I have young friends, I have really young friends, and I have, like, older friends. So it doesn't really matter which generation you're in. It still feels the same. Like, something's got to give. And I am fed up living like this. And 2019 was one of those years, like, what what the fuck was that? (laughs) was that year I don't even understand I feel like 2019 was a waste and I'm glad it's over (laughs) so glad it's over because it was some bullshit however 
it taught me about believing in myself and my self-worth. So hopefully you guys, uh, with all my blah, 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 uh, you get the message that I'm trying to say. And uh, I don't even think I'm trying to say it. I am saying it pretty, pretty bluntly about figuring out what makes you happy. And it starts, and I told my friend Zeke, it starts with your physical environment. I have a wheel in my eight-week coaching program that I have for my clients that in that wheel, it's like a wheel of balance. In this wheel, it's like the first thing that I always ask my clients is, What's your, what about your physical environment? Are you happy where you live? Are you happy in the city you live, in the home you live? If not, you need to change it. Because let me tell you something. If you don't have peace when you lay down at night, you might as well just cancel Christmas because you will not have peace in any other area in your life. You need to figure it out. Figure it out. Find a way to figure it out. That is why I'm here. (laughs) So, Coach. Check out my website. Check me out on Instagram. You guys, if you've been following me, you know, then hit me up on Instagram. Soul Coach, S-O-L-E-C-O-A-C-H underscore. Check out my website. The link is in my Instagram bio. If you have any questions, send me an email at soul, S-O-L-E-O-N-E at mail.com. That's soul1 at mail.com. If you have any questions, uh, if you want to sign up for my, like I have an email blast that I do for my VIP customers, send me an email if you're interested in doing that. And then like you'll get my email blast because I do special sales for people that's on my email. That's on my email list. And it's pretty awesome because they're going to be the first ones when I launch my guide to be actually a discount on the ebook. But anyway, you guys enjoy your week. Have a great, great work week. I am totally exhausted. I got to make sure that my son did not think that he's Spider-Man in this room. Because that is what he does. Uh, He's supposed to be reading, doing his reading comprehension sheet. But it doesn't sound like he's doing that. It sounds like he's doing everything but reading. (laughs) Oh, wow. Anyway, you guys have a good week. I will talk to you guys on Friday. Bye.